Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, and welcome to another episode of An Englishman, An Irishman, and a Scot with me, Susie Mack. And me, your boy, Nathan Caton. And me, Billy Halpin. da 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 no. Nice. Sorry, I just wanted to do that there. I just this thing's gone very basic, hasn't it? <laughs> I thought you were, <laughs> were going to do a news flash or something. We start, as always, with the headline news. And this week, it's Billy's turn to go first. So I wanted to give you guys an update on uh, Halloween. Because I'm sure you've been dying to know uh, what I went as. And, yeah, burning uh, question. Yeah, burning question. So the two options, if you remember, was the slutty cup mm-hmm. or the pineapple. So and we said to go to Slay Cop. You went yeah. Slay Cop, yeah, 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 Obviously. yeah, 100%. Um, so both costumes arrived. Um, the pineapple onesie was a pineapple onesie. It was exactly what you would think it was with a big stem thing on the head. Um, and the cop outfit came, and I obviously have body dysmorphia, but the other way around, where I think that I would fit into something. The slutty cop, and then I would be getting arrested for what I was wearing. It looked oh, like it was—it sp- looked like it was spray painted on me. I couldn't <laughs> even. Pretty I, much all my outfits are that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't do the buttons in the shirt and the the the, the little gold. Are they called lame? Is that la- What's that one? Gold lame? Is that right? Well, like what? <laughs> gold what shiny, gold shiny material. I don't know what it's called. Gold shiny material shorts that comes with it's not it. PVC. No, it was like <laughs> let's say it was it was stretched to an inch of its life. It was if fabric could cry. This was is it like cry. gold king film. <laughs> it kind of did look I kind of did look like a plucked chicken wrapped in cling film yeah <laughs> very similar to that so you, um, got, you got yourself into this cop outfit and decided that that wasn't a good idea this is not a good idea so I got advice from a very close friend of ours who sent me a message when I was like shit what am I going to do Jason came to the rescue hey, my man Jason and sent me a message going, why don't you go as a slutty pineapple? So I went as a slutty pineapple. Wait, oh okay. my gosh. <laughs> What's a slutty? Okay. Can you please explain how that slutty pineapple looked? Chopped up. Fruity. <laughs> like uh, It didn't look. And anyway, listen, I was here with 
about six of my close, like my best friends. I didn't need to really be dressed slutty. We didn't go out. So I dressed in a onesie for half the night. And then my friend, one of my friends, one of his, his partner was dressed up as Carol Basket from Basket. Oh, from, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then, so he was dressed up as Tiger King, but he was wearing this tracksuit that got all tigers and stuff on it. And everybody's like, oh my God, that's amazing. And it, he thought it was a costume. I had exactly the, I had the exact same tracksuit, but in my collection of the clothes that I wear. <laughs> what my no friend way. thinks, what my friend thinks is like a fancy dress outfit, is your, your clothes. Yeah, is my clothes. <laughs> and what? And here they don't call it fancy dress. When I go, what are you going to do for what? You go, what fancy dress are you going to get into? They're like, I'm not going to wear a dress. Fa- oh, I think I think it's just us to say fancy dress. Yeah, because you dress up in it. But they say, what fancy costume or something? Yeah, what costume are you going to be in? Yeah, so I dressed up as a uh, slushy pineapple. Well, slash just pineapple. Yeah, I was going to say, okay, what's the difference between a pineapple and a slutty pineapple? I was in it. (laughs) 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 Okay. That would be the same for me. Stop looking for a comparison. There is none. (laughs) That would 100% be the same for me because I think I just make everything look slutty no matter what I'm wearing. Like, I can't help it. I just make it look slutty. She's wearing a nun's outfit, but a slutty nun's outfit. (laughs) Yeah. That is a thing. That's 100% a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've dressed up as a slutty nun before. That's fantasies. Like, with, like, fishnet tights underneath. You've never thought about that before? Yes, you have. No, a nun. That's wait. Come on. People have fantasies about a slutty nun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, I guess it's that kind of untouched, you know, sick fantasy, isn't it? Kind of. But people always dress up as nuns, don't they? And they used to be. Uh, what was that? They used to have those vicar, vicar and tart, vicar and tart parties. Do you remember? Was that vicar and tarts? What? That's so Middle England. You guys are yeah. in a whole new world to me that I didn't know about. What the hell's going on? I remember my mum and dad went to a Vickers and Tarts um, party <gasps> when they lived in London. So, Did your mum and dad live in London? Yeah. Before I was born, my sister was born in Croydon. Oh, really? So you've yeah. got an English sister? I've got, yeah, I guess I do have an English sister, yeah. Yeah, she oh was born in Croydon. Oh, my gosh. But uh, they moved back before be, they moved back before me. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's very mid- middle England, like little villages and stuff like that. You know, like something you'd see in the Vicar of Dibley. Yeah, exactly. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was, and it was. I have to say, it was a fun night. It was a bit weird because we we were planning to go out out into the street and have a look at everybody but like the cops were shutting everything down oh. you, like everything was cl- kind of closed off they were they were like telling people to stay away from like so it just wasn't worth it and then there was there was fights and like there was because people were just out on the streets and stuff so we uh we ended up we, we just stayed in but fights <laughs> and halloween costumes yeah that's could funny you, could you imagine me as a pineapple <laughs> In a headlock. In a headlock. In a, what, what, why, why am I in the headlock? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just imagine that Billy going, what, you, you don't want this juice? You don't want this juice? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll show you. I'll knock chunks out of you. Pineapple chunks. <laughs> 
Anyway, Nathan, what's been happening in your world this week? So this week, uh, Susie, I, I was in I was in your neck of the woods, and that wasn't for any secret liaisons, Billy. Oh. Sorry, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was I was in your I was in your ends. I was in I was in Glasgow. What? Whoa. And you yeah, never told me. <laughs> this guy. Uh, yeah, and I, I didn't tell you, Susie. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, no, no. <laughs> No, no, I, I was only there for like, I was literally in and out. That's what she said. Um, so <laughs> I <laughs> I turned up Friday night, then I was filming all day Saturday, 8.30 to 8.30, and then slept and then left Sunday morning. How dare you come to my, my well, it's actually not, I'm like, I live in Paisley, but how did you get no. here? Train, I've got a train. Oh, I the, chain fly, of, the chain of death. Yeah. Um, but I'd rather do that than, than fly because I thought at least I can like kind of distance myself on the train. Um, whereas playing like from Heathrow it might be all packed and I'll be in a packed flight during these times. So I thought I'd just get a train. So How did you get on? Um, it was fine, but here, here's the thing, right? So it was a uh, film at like BBC Scotland for a kids' TV show, right? okay. Okay. Uh, like a kids' cool. panel show thing. Um, and uh, before um, before we did the show, we did a briefing as you do. And we did like a few like practice rehearsals, a few games. <laughs> and there's, uh, there's one game, it's called um, Stick to the Point, I think it was. And basically, the host points at you and you have to give the, a funny or weird answer and get a point. So we're doing okay. this practice, right? So, uh, so it's three people, two, four adults and two kids, a kid on each each team. Me, one kid, another presenter. And um, this, uh, this particular round of Stick to the Point, it was a uh, wrong answers only. So uh, she comes to me. She goes, um, "So Nathan, where did you go to school?" So I had to give obviously a funny answer or a weird answer. And maybe, maybe because of what we spoke about last week, I'm not just saying it on purpose. But when she said, "Where do you go to school?" I said, "The school of R. Kelly." Right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why. It just it put. I, I was on this thinking on the spot, and it just popped into my head. I said, "The school of R. Kelly." Straight away. I pissed myself laughing. The comedian on the other team, he started laughing as well. And he was like, and everyone was like, whoa, it's a kids TV show. And I was like, I'm so sorry, okay? Was, thank goodness it was, a, it was a rehearsal. Then the researcher oh who was running God. the game, the researcher who was running the game, she just went, okay, we'll quickly move on. <laughs> we moved on to that with this person. But then to make shit worse, I didn't follow up. With, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. My mind was telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm not gonna get booked for any more kids' shows anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you say in real life? Like on the actual show, what what was your answer? What did know, you change it, was, it to? It was, it was a different topic. Oh right, okay. That was just for the rehearsals. Fuck fuck. Can you imagine? Yeah, they're, they're like, like change the subject, change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if I said the Jenna Outro TV record. <laughs> like, mate, I would not have lasted the whole show. Um, I think you're so brave to work with children. I like I couldn't you couldn't put me in that position anymore. Like when I was younger, I used to work at like I used to be in a youth theatre and stuff and I used to actually take drama classes with kids. And I just now these days I'm my mouth's too I'm too rude and stuff like I could never be in that situation anymore. And then oh, yeah. also, well, when I was on radio as well, like I like obviously a lot of kids listened. I was on a breakfast show, so a lot of kids listened in the car on the way to school, and I always had to have that in the back of my head. And I used to go into primary schools and interview them, and they're really funny. They're so funny. Like the thing because everything they say is so pure 
and if they don't mm. like something they'll just say it like oh that's horrible or whatever like oh you look disgusting <laughs> or whatever they just say it but like I, nowadays i don't i don't think i'd like to be in that position because it's a lot of responsibility well, no, yeah. the kids they're actually pretty cool it's, it's it's the adults who are the the troublemakers the kids were like the shows we did the kids were spot on yeah, you you being the adult that's a troublemaker that's going to talk yeah, about exactly. art It was me. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was just oh. a heat in the moment. I didn't mean to. Oh, so that's amazing. Did anything else happen in Glasgow? Uh, well, I was, I was filming the whole time, so I didn't really get a chance to do anything else. No, you um, aren't. You probably wouldn't be allowed to come into the country now. Uh, you made that yeah, just yeah. one time. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm gonna go back into lockdown. On that note, good night. Um, <laughs> oh, Kelly, yay! Um, yeah. Uh, what else happened? Oh, I had to do this game, right? Um, called uh, High School Dropout. You're basically you're on top of a box, and um, it's like maybe I'm six two, maybe eight nine feet. You're on top of it, right? And then, um, like, basically, if you lose the game, the floor of the box opens and you just drop. <laughs> That sounds cool. Did Gemma Collins not do that? Did I don't she? think she meant to do it. <laughs> Gemma did Collins outside. did that and she fell into Love Island people from Love Island that were d- down below. Bloody hell. They were, they were waiting to, to jump up and come out of the stage and Gemma Collins fell down a hole on top of them. Oh, wow. What an icon. I mean, are yeah, they okay? <laughs> did they survive? Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, yeah, I think they're absolutely fine. <laughs> I think they had a little bit of a career for a little bit longer. No, no one's heard from them since. <laughs> I mean, um, wow. Well, so what happened just... with your hole? Uh, huh? Well, uh, you know very well. I know. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Stop it, Nathan. Okay. So, shit, we're going to get busted, isn't it? Gosh, we're so bait. Um, so this hole that I was on, right? Um did, we did a, again. We did the rehearsals, and it was awful. <clears throat> I think it wasn't the job; it was the the anticipation. You ever like been like on like when you go on a roller coaster? It's fine when you're on yeah, it. Yeah. It's the build up to it. So I'm standing there, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do it now." I was like, "Okay," and then I'm like, "Okay, are you ready? <laughs> just fucking just do it." Um, yeah, Is that, that exactly what you said with all the kids around? <laughs> 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 just fucking do it in the hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, then they did it, and it was—I mean, it was, it was a bit scary, but it's fine. But then, for the actual record, my team won, so the other person on the box had to do it. And then afterwards, they were like, "Okay, Nathan, uh, do you want to come down now?" I was like, "Yeah, okay." Where's the ladder? And they were like, "Well, it's probably easier just to open the door, open the floor. It's the quickest, <laughs> it's the quickest way down." I was like, "Well, I've got time to kill. Bring the ladder." <laughs> and that's bring the ladder for me. I had to climb down, and it was like. Oh, you went out. I was, I don't, you can judge me if you want, but I'm taking the ladder. Did you did you try it once in rehearsal though? What yeah, did you land on? You land on a crash mat. I'd uh, love that. About I'm into all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, no, 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 it's okay. I'd, I'd rather you've done it once. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh hell no! Or jump in one. Nathan's hole. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm asking a genuine question. Bungee jump? No, I wouldn't bungee. No, I. What, I've what have you done then? What have you done, Billy? I've done a. I've done a, a twelve thousand foot. Um, what's it called? Parachute jump. Oh, it's like ta- 
tandem one, but still. Nice. I've done, yeah, but I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> and I wouldn't do I wouldn't do a bungee jump. What did it feel yeah. like? Like hell. Nah, it was it was fun at the time. It, it was uh scary. We're like free you're free falling for like I think it was like 45 seconds or something. And when I, my friend jumped out in front, my friend jumped first. And I remember it was like, one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. And I looked at my friend and she was like a, like a, a dot right down by the clouds, like oh. in three seconds. And I was like, oh. Uh, and then when I, when I jumped, um, I closed my eyes for the first like second or something. And then I was like, oh, I better open my eyes because when am I going to do this again? And then I opened my eyes and it was like, oh my God, it was so, we were so high up. And um, yeah, and he kept hitting me on the back because he's like, he, he hits you twice on the back. And that means you have to put your ar- your legs and your arms out. Oh, yeah. And he kept like hitting me on the back. But I was like too busy looking around that I didn't get in position. So like we were like literally falling further than we should have because I was like, like almost putting myself in a dive position. So he had to grab me. And they, you jump on another person who films you. And yeah. then, so we watched the video back and I was like, oh, my, like, my face didn't feel that bad when we were doing it. Cause there's like, sometimes your face will hurt cause of the wind. Like a dog the video when back. it puts his face out a car yeah. window. Oh my God. That's exactly what my face looked like when I watched the video back. <laughs> it was disgusting. It was like, well, it was like my ears were flapping like a bloody Dumbo, the, the <laughs> elephant trying to fly. It was, my ears were all over the place. My nostrils were massive. Like <laughs> at, one stage I, at one stage, I smiled at the camera and my whole mouth puffed up and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like that, that, thank God that was before Facebook. So that, that, that video is somewhere hidden in my house in Dublin. It's funny, like you see these perfect models jumping out of them in Dubai and stuff, and it just looks like such a lovely experience. But I always find with those kind of experiences, although I like doing them, like I, I do kind of, I'm not scared of things like that. But actually, the experience isn't as good. Like you kind of just feel a lot of air flapping in your face, really, or you end up landing sorely, or it's just not ever as nice. It's like a roller coaster for me is a bit shit always. Cause you're kind of—I don't get like why people love that thrill. Like, it's just a <laughs> short, quick sensation. You can't isn't it? breathe. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your 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 breast caught and stuff. Because you're like ah. normally when I'm on a roller coaster, though, I just laugh the whole way. I don't know what it is, but I just I laugh. Maybe a, maybe a slight tear, slight tear. But like, <laughs> but yeah, you know when you see people screaming. I'm not a screamer. I just laugh. I find it hilarious. I don't know why. I just find it hilarious. My week, I've realised that when people say to you, look, I really just want honesty from you, so just be honest, they really yeah. don't want you to be honest. But what, no, what, can't want to being, what did you say, what, Susie? Yeah, what have you done? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think well, it's like, right, okay, so I'm speaking to this new guy. Oh, I'm banging things because I'm speaking to this new guy and no, nothing's been banged. Um, I'm speaking to this <laughs> new guy and... It's like I decided at the start of this, I'm like, I have um, standards now when it comes to guys and I'm not dropping my standards in any shape or form going forward. So what I expect from somebody has to fit my, my expectations have to be met, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. if, for instance, I'm speaking to this new guy, he's got a busy life. That's absolutely cool. He's also got a child. That's absolutely cool as well. Um, But 
going AWOL for a couple of days and then checking back in on me is not okay in my world anymore. Like I've I've done that in the past where I've been like, oh my God, maybe he's playing hard to get and all that kind of shit and all this kind of... I can't be arsed with that anymore. Like either you're interested in me or you're not interested in me. Keep it moving. There's plenty of fish in the sea, plenty of cock in the sea. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know when he, when he checked back in, did he acknowledge the fact that he had been gone? No. Yeah. No. Oh. Well, okay. but it was just he, like, hey. No, well, he, he, it's like he, res- no, he responded to mm-hmm. me from what we were talking about two days previously. Oh, really? Responding. So, listen, he, and then he tried to turn it on me. But anyway, he was just like, oh, look, you know, I'm just acting normal because I do have to, at the start, you do have to kind of almost act a little bit like, I'm really cool. I'm not (laughs) thinking these things inside. Like, I'm not like, you're a prick. Why have you not texted me for two days? Like, who do you think (laughs) you are? That's what you're thinking in your head. But you have to try to almost pull it back at the start and not act like that person. So, like the real me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't show the real you. Not not, not to reel them them in and then then reveal. Come on, don't scare them off yet. Well, this is the thing. So I didn't have an in-depth conversation with him about it, but I was quite honest. I was just like, look, in my world, if someone is interested in someone, they will check in with them. And like, well, actually, I want to find my actual words that I said. Pretty much, I said something pretty like calm. Like I wasn't. I've not went mental at him. Trust me, I can go way more mental well, than I've been. Like, hey, something <laughs> like I'm out, I'm outside your house. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice duvet covers. <laughs> yeah. Why did I pack all my clothes up to come to here, and you're not even home? <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen. <laughs> I've just seen a line where I've written. You'll never see my fanny online. That's one one of my oh, text messages. What? what? <laughs> oh wow. I just so, yeah. that text message that just yeah, popped Susan. up. Keep keep it keep it casual, keep it calm. No, I'm just trying to explain to him that like what what I'm doing. That's you're not going to see that. Like that doesn't exist. Like anyone that ever says that that, <laughs> that exists anyway, right. it's not my fanny. So and, then like, take, and then he replied two days later. <laughs> what? I wonder what? <laughs> no, I was after two days googling. Like, yeah, yeah. After. That's just my. That's just my sense of humour um, you should know is that, is that like your, your bio line on Tinder or something <laughs> you'll never find my fanny online <laughs> swipe please that please can that be the promo for this week <laughs> <laughs> oh I said if someone likes you they think about you and they check on you in my world right. that's what they, they'll yeah. check in on you like they'll, they'll be like hey and see for me right I've been in relationships with people that live on the other side of the world Call them what you want, but like I was, I've been in love with people that live in America, etc. Not loads of people lived in America too, but like I have had long term distance relationships, and the only thing that actually keeps that going is con- communication. So the fact that I'm not in the country that he's in right now, like I do need communication. So what what I don't know with is with my gut is generally when someone goes missing like that, mm-hmm. you're not the only person in their life. That's just my opinion personally so yeah. i was just like it, my gut is telling me that he's not being completely honest with me so i just decided i'm going to be honest because see at the end of the day i have no time for anyone that like i'm 32 now like i need a decent guy in my life i don't have any time for bullshitters so like if you want to be part of my life you have to you know be a good guy like and be in contact with me etc so that's where i'm at but i don't where, think that the honesty is worked well, he's in, he's, in, he's in London, again. Of course he is. 
told you. Listen, we're not all yeah. weirdos, man. Yeah. You still haven't changed your location on your um, <laughs> on your dating app? No, I haven't. I really haven't. Did you meet this guy? Like, were you eating Nando's at the time when you met this guy? No, he wasn't wanking through a bag at <laughs> the window. Um, no, I, I didn't, I've not met him in real life yet, so we're just talking and stuff. And then I said to him yesterday, I was like, look, I owe you nothing and you owe me, owe me nothing because we've not met yet. So I said that to him. Mm. But I said, but we're getting on really well, so I would appreciate it if you are going to do this. Like, if you are going to, like, you know, have days where you're busy or whatever. Because he's never, ever explained why he was busy, which is a stereotypical man move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just oh, don't don't address the problem like don't address the situation like it didn't exist like it's stereotypical so he's never ever explained like why he just went away for two days and just and that's see if he was like doing what he had to do then that's cool honestly i couldn't care less if he hears this podcast this is the way i think about it as well i could not care less if he listens to this podcast but he probably won't because he'll be too busy doing what he wants to do but and i bet you by this point the next week when he hears this podcast or if he ever does hear this podcast i'll be moved on to someone else but it's just going forward going forward i am not accepting anything that's not good for me in life if that makes sense like i want a nice guy that will do like be there for me. I don't want a guy that's going to go and disappear for weekends and not get back to me. That's just not what I'm into anymore. No, I'm into anymore. Done it when I was younger. Can't be arsed with it anymore. So I like that you're saying that you. If somebody asked for honesty, at what stage did he ever ask for? And when did he ask for the honesty? <laughs> or did you? You just given it? Yeah. We have had conversations about it and like how it is important to be honest, etc. We have actually had that yeah. previously, so we have had that. So, but he's getting the honesty. I don't know what it is inside me right now, and I'm just like, no, like I, I, I know I deserve the best in life, and I do believe back to my, back to the book that I'm reading. Like, if you put it out into the world, you'll get it back. So, like maybe he's not for me. And that's fine, but I'm ready for someone better. I'm actually See, very excited. Mm. <laughs> you go, sis. Yeah. You do you, boo boo. Do you, boo boo. <laughs> but I girl, you queen. Okay, you a queen. Find a man who treat like the queen you is. Okay, I don't know why I'm so sassy. Yeah, you're so sassy. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
The Moments That Made Me with me, Roxy Nafusi, is back. And Series 2 has got some incredible guests lined up. Here is a little taster. People see mental illness as a weakness, but I think people with mental illness are stronger. I'm a proud gay man now. I feel proud every single day. So then I had to go about the task of trying to accept it because I wasn't going to get plastic surgery and I wasn't going to change it. You know, those moments in your life, it was like a thunderbolt. Was it really? A big time. The conversations I've been having have blown my mind and I cannot wait for you guys to hear what's to come. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss one of our amazing episodes. They will be out every Wednesday morning. That's The Moments That Made Me with me, Roxy Nafusi. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Okay, this week's story of the week. Um, the internet hailed a mum a hero for her chocolate stash hiding place. A mum has been hailed a hero after revealing she manages to get her chocolate stash hidden away from her family, because that is quite a hard thing to do. Perhaps now that a second lockdown is in place, it says across the UK, but I'm going to correct them and say in England, this could be the most important parenting tip, because technically we are not in lockdown in Scotland right now. We probably will be at one point soon but we're not in lockdown. I can still go to the uh, shopping centre next week. Like, you can't. Mm. I can still probably go to the gym next week. You can't, I don't think. Uh, Sorry, just wanted to rub that in. Uh, You should go on a date with somebody from Scotland. That's really hard to do. Really hard to do. There's no roadmen in Scotland. Exactly, exactly. Okay, Jenny Horde? Horde? good name for somebody that hoards chocolate, has discovered that using an egg container from Asda, normally designed to hold six large eggs, can instead hold a huge quantity of two dairy milk chocolate bars. What are we reading? What am I reading right now? How is this news? (laughs) She claims that this is our number one tip and our kids and partner have never found the stash. Since being posted, it's received a lot of praise with one person calling it sheer brilliance. This begs the question, is it really that impressive? Hiding two dairy milk bars in an old <laughs> egg box. What? People are fucked in lockdown, aren't they? Seriously. Right, yeah, I know. If, if hide and seek is your lockdown goal, mate, kill yourself. Yeah. I'm I'm like, yeah, wait, wait what? <laughs> I'm more disappointed with the kids and the and the dad. Like, uh, there was no way two dairy mugs would have got into my house without me sniffing them out as soon as they walked through the door. I knew every single place that my mum used to hide chocolate or any of the good stuff. Every time. I always knew where they were. And if it meant climbing up, getting a chair on a table, getting on a box and, like, trying to get something from the attic, I would get it. I would make sure that I had that, that dairy milk. Hiding... Yeah lies in my house i mean chocolate doesn't last long in my house to this day mm-hmm. so, we- <laughs> <laughs> so i couldn't help it my mom was telling me no um, <laughs> it really doesn't last long <laughs> no, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, hey. Yeah. About five about five texts. <laughs> um yeah, so chocolate in my house gets eaten very quickly. Um, there's everything I'm gonna say is gonna be an innuendo now. Um, 
<laughs> so, so like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I just think that it doesn't have long. Like, see, for someone to hide their chocolate, like they wouldn't be able to hide it. It will be gone before it, they even have the chance to hide it. If that makes sense. So when they get into yeah, the supermarket, um, someone will p- find, pick it up and eat it or find it. Or some, you, I know. Like, my mum is very good at making chocolate chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, <sighs> me and my mum will get exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in my house, I mean, uh, you can't hide much in my house. And just in general, like uh, even as a, a young woman, I, I struggle to hide things um, in my house. Like, what sort of things are you trying to hide, Susie? Um, let's not talk about that right now but I have to obviously like try and find little places in which like I remember coming back from you know being on holiday or something with my friends when I was younger and my dad would have been like fucking going through my drawers and stuff like that like finding stuff that I've put in there or hidden or like you know I feel like my house is not it's like very open and no one has a chance to hide anything in my house I'll find if anyone's hidden anything I will find it as well so um yeah does it sound like the house is open it sounds like you're all very nosy and invading each other's privacy <laughs> that's true as well yeah that's very much true um what about you nathan anything do you hide things from um i hide protein okay. bars yeah. <laughs> um no you know i hide i'm not a sweet tooth person right but um crisps i hide like certain crisps um like my favorite crisps at the moment are the uh, torrells um sweet chili hey. and pepper right I'll demolish a whole bag, even though I shouldn't, because you know, obviously I'm on a gym kick. So, but what I do, because my girlfriend, she likes them as well, and it really annoys me. I'm, I'm like Joey and friends. I don't like sharing food. Me like, neither. My food is my food, right? Like, if you mm-hmm. want to buy it, just buy it, get one yourself, but you're not having none of mine. Fuck off. Yeah, I agree. So what I do, right, um, I put the bag of crisps, I put them on top of uh, the cupboards in the kitchen, because my girlfriend's short-ass. She can't see or reach. So <clears throat> she won't suspect that there's anything that far back. I know it's there, but she don't know it's there. So I hide those crisps, right? Um, that's probably the only thing I hide. So if she listens to this podcast, all she needs to get is a little thing to stand on and now she knows where your Tyrells are. Oh, no, no. Let's move it, mate. Wait, I've, I've got other places, mate. I've got places that my girlfriend doesn't even know of. If she listened to this podcast, she'd be long gone before <laughs> before I find out where, yeah. where, where yeah, the crisps crisp would be the last are. of our problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't think the crisps would be a problem. Um, <laughs> um, my, my grandma hides um, like chocolates and stuff. Like, whenever I go to her house, right, like, she's got like, it's behind where she sits. She reaches and then she just pulls out all sorts of stuff. Like I went, uh, okay, obviously no, I haven't been recently because of lockdown, but like last time I went, I remember once, uh, she's like, you, you, want, you want the chocolate? And she pulled out just these massive stuff like Kit Kat Chunkies. Like, like, a, like a confectionery drug dealer, just got stuff like there, mini poppins. Yeah, mate. It's like where's there's not enough room there. How is all that stuff there? But it's there. That's creative. Yeah. Now we would. Oh, uh, I um, I when I was a kid, I used to. Well, I say when I was a kid, I probably still do it. I used to wake up in the middle of the night and sneak down to the fridge and eat chocolate and then go back to bed and like try and go back upstairs before um i the, the sugar kicked in <laughs> I, used to try, I, used, I used to try and keep my eyes kind of half closed and i'd eat the chocolate and i'd run back up to bed and keep my eyes closed so i'd be like and then fall back to sleep and so even now when i'm in a semi like that semi sleep like semi sleep I know exactly what I'm doing. And I like even to this day now when I go home to Dublin, when I wake up in the middle of the night, uh, the first thing I think is like chocolate. 
There must be chocolate downstairs. Oh Have you got gosh. sweet tooth, Billy? Um, sweet enough, but like not like I don't ever have any chocolate here, or I don't like not not really. But it's just a really bad habit that I used to have when I was at home. Mm-hmm. Get up in the middle of the night and eat chocolate. I think it's called what's the disease called? Um, uh, Prader. It's like Prader Willie or something. Prader Willie. <laughs> it's a disease where you can't. Prader that sounds Willy. like a movie that I've been watching in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's where you can't stop eating. It's where, where you, you, you prader, prader, not prader as in like the designer. No, no, and no. Not, and not willy as in penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disease where it's it's uh, where you can't oh, stop shit. eating. You, you're, you're never full and you always think you need to have. You look it up, there's like a documentary about it and the guy had to have his, his fridge, cha- <laughs> big chain on his fridge that he couldn't get into his fridge at night time. Okay, to end the podcast, it's time for a quick fire answer from all of us. Today, we are asking what has been our lockdown twat of the week? Mm. Is it too easy if I just say Boris Johnson? Um, No. Why, though? What's he done now? Just fucking... uh, Dude, what are you doing? I think he's just totally winging this. Now, there's no strategy or nothing. It's like, mate, you're just <laughs> making up shit as you go. If you just said, I don't know what I'm doing, I'll respect him more. But he's just coming out and like, it's got to the point where, like, whenever he gives us rules, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to follow him. I'm going to do what I want because I just don't trust you, mate. I mean, yeah. I'm, su- I'm surprised that you're surprised by this. What, by Boris? Yeah, I mean... It, I've, I've never been I've a fan, those, but... Oh, you've seen the videos of him, like, paragliding and stuff? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, but. yeah. Obviously, I know that, but <laughs> now I've just got to the point where it's like, dude, I'm just fed up. Mate, just, just jog on, do one, okay? Don't come out and say anything. Like, find someone who knows what they're doing, and they can talk to us and give us rules. But you can just yeah. fuck off for now. But, Miz, I don't know who knows. Who knows? Like, nobody seems to know what they're doing. The same over here. It seems everywhere doesn't know. Australia kind of seems to... Got it. New Zealand have got yeah, it. Oh, got Jacinda it right. Arden is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like of everywhere else, I mean, the problem here is we're not even in lockdown. So like, it's like what, you've have you ever uh, been in lockdown? Yeah, we were in lockdown for the first little bit, weren't we? Yeah, we were in lockdown for the first uh, for the first couple of a month or two months. Yeah, we were in lockdown for a while. Mm. Um, but my 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 twats are the people who because we're not locked down, but people are still out. Uh, it's people who throw their masks out on the street. They're so disgusting when you see masks out on you know, and people have like thrown them on the street, and it just looks like a I don't know, like a g string or something. They're I've not seen that like, much. Like I haven't I'm, seen that often at all. Uh, well, wait till you see. We'll start. Well, well, I don't. Do people wear masks all, all the time over there? Yeah. Well, yeah, not all the yeah. time to the extent of like during fitness classes and stuff, but you know you have to wear them when you go into shops and on public transport. And mm. I think I think in Scotland it's more of a case of Scottish people are too cheap to buy like brand new masks all the time, so they, they get reusable ones and wash them and stuff, or maybe not wash them. But like Scottish people wouldn't be throwing stuff away if that makes sense. They're they're more yeah. likely to have a tartan one or something. Yeah, well, now the new thing is like um, they're saying about cutting the straps on them because people when they discard them are getting like birds, they get cotton birds. So there's like pigeons, which oh, are okay. disgusting anyway. And now walking around with, with um, 
masks wrapped around her foot. Oh. Oh, that's so, a shame isn't it i hate when you hear like us doing like our ignorance is like destroying an animal's life destroying yeah. the world mate. well i was just silly thinking about the the pigeon there that was who i was thinking about at that moment but oh yeah. i thought you were talking about me i thought you were concerned about my well-being not the pigeon <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um my lockdown twat of the week is probably someone you know <laughs> philly but it's a journalist who's Scottish who repeatedly, when they were on a programme that is a UK-wide programme, repeatedly kept on saying the word, we are, are going into lockdown on Thursday. We are. And that isn't true because in Scotland, we've got a different system from everyone else. Now, I'm saying this in the sense of it just feels like you get alienated sometimes when you hear all the news being about a lockdown that's in England and yeah, yeah, all to the whole of the Scot, like Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland, we have different things going on. So it just like feels like it, it alienates your audience that you're listening because when you continually keep going on, and the fact was the person is Scottish, so they should know what that feels like because it's like this happens a lot to us in Scotland as well. Like we'll get like a random England. 96 game played on STV and stuff like that. I'm like, no such <laughs> football fan ever would want to watch that. Like, you Wait, which game? Was it the England to Scotland nil one? Because that's a beautiful game. Probably. Probably. <laughs> you get that all the time. You're like, who who decided that that would be good programming? Thank you for listening to An Englishman, An Irishman and a Scot. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please, please leave us a review and a five-star rating. We need some more reviews, so please do that. It helps others to find us. It takes two seconds to do as well, so please just go all out and write something nice about us. No negative reviews wanted here. And talking of spreading the news, please tell someone about the podcast and help us reach more people. We'll be back with another episode at the same time, same place, next week. Thank you for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.